Hello and welcome to Phil's Photography Journey podcast. It's the 30th of December 2020. I'm calling this the end of the year show. A little play on words then for some of you from this side of the pond. So I was going to start this a little bit earlier today. Uh, That won't matter in terms of the time it actually goes out, but I've mentioned way, way long ago I've been doing some work on the family tree and I found out that through the DNA matching process, this is on ancestry.co.uk or .com, that I had a first cousin. And um, it was a mystery because we couldn't really find any connection. I'd never known of this person and we corresponded a little bit. And then her brother contacted me this afternoon via the messaging on the app and said that they'd managed after some time to get a DNA test done for their mother. And there's an even stronger DNA match to me. So the plot thickens here. Uh, Maybe there's some scandal. I don't know. They do say in all the wording for this sort of thing that you might, you know, find some things are a bit uncomfortable. So we, we will wait and see. I will update you further in due course. Bear in mind, we're now on a weekly schedule. All part of the journey, I guess. But um, I've, I've found it good fun to look into this. Um, I've been doing some more investigation for the tribute video I'm doing for my dad. So uh, yeah, Ancestry's been pretty good. I think it's one of the biggest out there. Got access to a lot of kind of spin-off records and archives. So yes, it's quite exciting and intriguing, I suppose, in many ways. So that that was the kind of breaking uh, news thing. So what else has been going on? Well, firstly, how was your Christmas? it was obviously a very different one and through COVID mainly, um, causing all sorts of spin-offs about not being able to meet up and everything. But we uh, we did miss, uh, you know, not missed seeing our granddaughter on uh, on Christmas Day, but we saw her opening all her presents via Zoom and it was wonderful. And we took a few photos via the app or FaceTime, actually it was. Um and hopefully it won't it won't come to that next year because you know the vaccine should be in place and um, you know we should be making good progress from from that score. And only today they announced that the AstraZeneca, otherwise known as Oxford vaccine, has been given approval, and that's great news. But also, it's terrible here in the UK. There's been this new virulent strain coming out. I think it's now been found in other countries. The US yesterday, I think Colorado, and. Uh, the numbers for our area are just ridiculous. I think it was, I remember looking in the summer, it was about eight or something single figured per 100,000 of the population that actually had the infection of the virus. And I looked this morning, it was 700 and something. Um, and that was up by 200 and something on the week, week on week uh, in 100,000 population. Um, and this, as I say, this latest strain has been uh, horrendous. I'm, I'm hearing that it's not necessarily worse for the individual, but of course there's, because it's spreading quicker and easier, then there's a huge pressure on the uh, NHS in the UK here to um, to have hospital beds and obviously trained staff able to to treat those poor, unfortunate people that have uh, contracted the, uh, the COVID-19 coronavirus. So it was, um, yeah, it was a very, very different Christmas. I mean, we... We had quite a quiet day, really. It was. It, it went from previous Christmases where we've invariably had people around, or there's been some kind of organisation to to need to do. And Sue and I are pescatarian, so we didn't have the tra- traditional turkey joint to roast or anything like that. And uh, we had a 
a meal from Cook, who are a really good uh, store over here in the UK. And uh, they kind of, it's almost like proper kind of gourmet prepared food that's frozen. And then you just get the instruct, you're given the instructions to, uh, you know, in the packet on how to prepare it. But I did all the usual roast trimmings to go with it. And, you know, years gone by, it's been starting the turkey in the morning and then taking it out to rest and then carve. You know, there's quite a few steps to it. Uh, but this year it was, um, I didn't even start prepping the meal till about 12 noon. And then I think we'd cooked cleared away well eaten it obviously uh cleared away and sat down in front of the tv just before 2 p.m so much quicker overall um and that, that was good i've managed to get out and have some games of golf although i did get a migraine <laughs> on christmas night and i was due to play golf on boxing day morning uh but that didn't happen so I cried off and i was i was disappointed generally but also because the weather was better than it had been for some time um, but I kind of made up for it by playing the last two mornings with my buddy Keith. And uh, it was muddy, very muddy yesterday. Today, because it was a bit frosty, it was a bit easier. Uh, so uh, scored OK. Um, and then we'll be playing again on the weekend and on our usual schedule because Keith goes back to work next week. So uh, in terms of presents, we, we don't go mad on presents here. I mean, between Sue and I, we don't do a lot. Um but I did get some Amazon vouchers and sort of loaded those into my account. But I ordered a book that uh, that has come through. I'll actually add the link to it because I've, it's probably one of the best books I've ever had. And it's it's kind of filmmaking, but it's basically called uh, How to Shoot Video That Doesn't Suck. And it's by Steve Stockman. Uh, I think he was the author of The Legend of Bagavance, amongst other things. And it is easy to digest. It's broken down into simple sections. Um, it gives you little practice things to do, which I will do once I've gone cover to cover, which won't take long because I'm nearly there. And um, the other thing is about Amazon, their delivery. So they're, they're so well tuned into these things. I ordered it on Boxing Day, I think, and it said to deliver 4th of Jan, I think it was. And it came on the 27th of December. Marvellous. So I've been, um, last couple of days after playing the golf, coming back, cup of tea or coffee or whatever, sitting down, reclining and uh, and enjoying that book. So it's been really great. And I am absolutely fired up to put the learnings from this into practice because I I made a decision to, you know, follow the, the kind of film and video work um, with gusto. Uh, can't actually get any headshot clients in here for a while. So I've kind of uh, suspended, I suppose, that part of what I do. And this will be uh, an opportunity to practice, practice, practice on Sue and the cats and around home and maybe on my, my exercise that we're allowed to do. And I'm really looking forward to producing some great content. And I think it's been a bit kind of a fog, I suppose, you know, I, I sort of, you, you can watch and know what good looks like, but you have to kind of understand why it's like that and what you need to focus on. And so much of this is about what you need to throw away. You know, you think you've got all the footage, just get rid of the stuff that just doesn't work. So you'll end up with sequences of clips. And actually, if you kind of analyse when you watch a, a film or a TV show, it's cut, 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 cut in terms of scene to scene. Um, and even if that's just from a wide to a medium to a close up, um, you, we kind of our eyes process it kind of naturally because it's obviously the edit is designed to take you where it wants to take you in the flow of the story. Um, if you just put a camera in the corner and let it run, it would be quite boring. So there's a few little nuggets uh, that I've found already that I'm going to enjoy putting into practice. And uh 
and hopefully can share the results with you as soon as possible because I want get, to get going on this really quickly. So um, weather update, yeah, so as well as it being, it was horrible and muddy and wet up to Christmas and it's kind of gone a bit cooler, a bit colder since. We've had a few uh, mentions of possible snow and ice in the area, but we've not seen anything. There's been no uh, precipitation yet, but we may get that. I think we're locked into a pattern of colder weather. So in the UK, that's kind of a single digit Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit uh, off the top of my head. Um, so yeah, uh, and one other thing I wanted to talk about because it's been a it's been a, a feature over the last few days or the last couple of weeks is the pain of following your favourite football team. So my my football team is Crystal Palace, um, and all games through COVID now are available online. So it's either Sky Sports, which is a you know, paid for subscription service, or they're on BBC occasionally, um, or they're on BT Sport, which is access through Sky over here with my package, um, or Amazon Prime Video, which they tend to do a lot of games around the sort of Christmas, you know, holiday period. Um, but they're just so frustrating sometimes. They had a, a good couple of results recently on the back of a couple of poor results prior to that. Um, but some battling draws, uh, you know, against... Um, West Ham and against Spurs probably should have done better in the West Ham game and then you know they got thrashed at home to Liverpool I know Liverpool are the champions um, but they just took Palace apart I mean if I stopped watching it it was they lost 7-0 at home which is absolutely embarrassing and then you'd kind of expect that professional sportsmen would come back and and almost you know the coach the manager wouldn't need to motivate them uh, you know they would have enough professional professional pride and determination to overcome and overturn the previous results and they went away to Aston Villa on Boxing Day now Aston Villa are in a good run of form they're a good team they're an exciting team um, they went 1-0 ahead fairly early on in the game through a Palace defensive bad organised mix-up uh, and then through probably the antics of one of the Palace players one of the, the Villa players got sent off just before half-time if anything, it galvanised the opposition. So Palace had the whole of the second half where their 11 were playing against Aston Villa's 10 and they lost 3-0. Uh, so Villa managed to score another two goals. Palace were awful. You know, every time Villa attacked, it was like a hot knife through butter. Um, and it's just irritating, frustrating. You want to bang your head against the wall sometimes. So they had another game at home to Leicester on Monday. Leicester are currently second in the Premier League table. Very good side. Um, and they missed a penalty, or Palace keeper saved a penalty, positive. But I still don't think that the, the play was that impressive. I, you know, I mean, you're perhaps more critical of your own team, and that probably happens in many sports around the globe. Um, but it really wasn't great to watch. They did get a good goal, Palace, and they were leading, but again, didn't capitalise on it. So Leicester came back with a just as good a goal really uh, so it ended up with another one all draw now Palace's next fixture is against Sheffield United that's this coming Saturday Sheffield United have I think now got the worst ever record of a Premier League team so they've scored two points in their oh, I've lost count of how many games have been played at the moment it's about 15-16 games so two points two draws that's all they've had they've lost every other game um, so you would hope, wouldn't you, that uh, even a team as erratically inconsistent as Palace might be able to do something, but I'm not holding out any hope. Uh, I know there's been a scare that was doing the rounds on Twitter about Sheffield United having a bit of a COVID outbreak, which has been happening a lot with other clubs, Man City, I think even Fulham today. 
so we will see. Now, what should happen is Crystal Palace will be professional, uh, will attack Sheffield United, will get the points and move on. I don't know. I, I, I think this will be Sheffield United's opportunity to get a first win of the season if the game even goes ahead. So I know we don't normally talk about these sort of things, but particularly this time of year and particularly in a lockdown, you know, there's not much going on. So we tend to just uh, focus on, on those kind of things. But other than that, we've um, we kind of been entertaining ourselves here at home, done a bit of tidying up, uh, watched a bit of TV, which has been a bit meh. Um, I, I tend to, when I get agreement with Sue, I tend to watch documentaries, even, you know, on Netflix. Now I do love documentaries, find them a real great learning experience. And, and like when I watch any of this stuff nowadays, I'm really looking, obviously I'm following the story, but I'm analysing how it's put together, you know, what what techniques they've used in the filming, the creation of it, uh, how they brought things to life, how they've held your interest, uh, how they've edited it. So I'm really taking that on board now in terms of um, how I'm uh, watching and um, consuming content on the screen. So... So they're my, uh, they're my main points to cover in this week's show. Um, hope you've, uh, you've enjoyed the little catch up. I will continue to do my weekly schedule uh, going on into 2021. So yeah, so here we are, the end of 2020. Uh, we probably didn't know too much, if anything, about uh, the, the COVID-19 virus, where it probably wouldn't have been named at the beginning of the year. Uh, we certainly know about it now. Um, we know what we should do to, I mean... <laughs> You know, I, the conspiracy theory explosion that happens on social media is worrying because some people do see it as a news source, which it absolutely isn't. So, um, you know, pick your news um, media carefully. But, you know, I think if the, if a news item is being backed up with, you know, scientists or experts in their field, then it's, to me, it's, it's kind of on a par with an expert witness being brought into a a court case, you know, in terms of the law, it's, 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 it should be reliable information. Um, I know even, you know, the most cynical would say that there's, there's a kind of bias within the media and there might be, yes, or there is, let's face it to some degree, but you know, we really shouldn't be going to social media as a news source because it absolutely isn't. It's, uh, it's where the, the easily swayed get swayed. So, um, yeah, there's still some, there was some interesting stuff we saw very quickly by Charlie Brooker. So that's on Netflix at the moment, all about 2020. So have a look at that if you can. That was very entertaining and very on point. Uh, but just like to wish you all uh, a very happy, very safe new year. Uh, let's let's get rid of 2020, kick it into touch. Let's get uh, to grips with the rollout of the vaccine. And, and until that actually takes hold, till we can actually line up ourselves to to receive our vaccine and start to move back to normal let's um you know let's respect the guidelines to to take pressure off of our health workers because they're really really struggling at the moment and i think that's worldwide so let's um let's follow the rules guys and uh uh, thank you very much for continuing to listen and support the podcast and uh, i will see you next wednesday uh, for my first of my weekly episodes for 2021 So thanks, guys. I will speak to you then. 